You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, excursions, and more in one place. There are over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from, so you can find something for everyone. And Viator offers free cancellation and 24-7 customer support for worry-free travel. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile, and the ones who get in early, so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts, so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, click Granger.com, or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done. Welcome back, everybody, for episode two or part two, I should say, of It's My Wrestling Podcast end of year awards show. Once again, join my good friend Gary Tate. We are going to get right into our next award. We had uh, the feud, the match of the year, and the promotion of the year yesterday. And today we're going to kick things off with the what the fuck moment of the year. And there were a lot of these. I am going to let Gary lead on this one. What is your what the fuck moment of this year, buddy? Um... I struggled with this. It could have been a few, um, mm-hmm. but I, I I went with Brian to AEW. Um, even I know that we, we knew it was it was rumored and but I think and more more so than Punk, and the reason why is Brian was a household name to WWE fans in general. Him then, you know, he main evented WrestleMania this year for fuck's sake. It WrestleMania, it main evented WrestleMania. And a few months later, out it pops on a completely different um, promotion. Um, I don't necessarily agree sometimes when they stick him on Rampage um, and the fact that they've stuck him on a YouTube show prior to Rampage. Um but his debut there for me was my maybe things are changing um with inside the industry maybe the the certain hold that Vince has isn't as strong as it once was um yeah and you know um and I, I also like the way that Brian has um has went into AEW he hasn't shot on WWE um and, and he, he didn't have to. Hasn't gone straight to the top of the card yeah. either. He has got a title match, and he did go straight. Again, yeah, it felt more like he earned it. Like he he was he was mm. there for a bit, and he had to earn it. Even though he went straight for Omega, he still he didn't just say I want a title match and then just get it. He still felt like he earned it a bit. Yeah. More. And and again, I'm not going to speak about the booking of Brian, uh, because I have my issues, um, with with um. I have my issues with, with him and Omega having a time draw finish and it being classed as the right thing to do. It's like, all right. <laughs> a new boy's a new boy's just walked down and he's taking your top champ all the way. Um uh, so I could have issues, but Brian's Brian, the fact that he's also just been able to fucking turn himself heel like that. 
Mm. You know, like mm. that. Yeah. Uh, with inside, what, 30 seconds to a minute on a promo? Yeah. Um, was something that I didn't think he was going to be able to do, not because I doubt Brian's ability, just I doubt AEW fans booing him. Uh, but he's done it. Yeah. Fair play to him. Um, but just, yeah, that for me was my what-the-fuck moment. My holy shit, the, one of the top boys from the other promotion has moved. Uh, that for me was my what-the-fuck moment. I think what dampened the what-the-fuck-ivity, the what-the-fuckness of that for me is that it, 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 it felt pretty much like guaranteed at one point, didn't it? For at least for at least a few yeah. weeks, maybe to a month, it was like, yeah, Brian's going to Brian's going to AEW. He's not re-signing. There's too much that he wants to do that WWE won't let him, like a reduced contract, a reduced you know traveling and um, work in Japan and stuff like that. So <clears throat> as much as it was a what the fuck moment to see him there, I think because we we expected it. What what was more what the fuck about that for me was that he um, was there on the same night as. Um, Cole, wasn't it? Oh. The fact, the fact yeah, that he felt the need to do two in one night, that was more what the fuck for me. And and that's why Cole doesn't get it, as he could easily be put into the same category as leaving yeah. from one promotion to another. Um, Cole doesn't get it for me purely because he was on NXT, which isn't seen by a lot of people. Um, yeah. And he wasn't deemed as a top star in WWE. He was, he was definitely... A top star in NXT, don't don't get me wrong. Yeah. Um, but he wasn't a top star in, in the eyes of the, the, the viewer of, of Raw or SmackDown. So I, I view it differently. Um I, I think again, and, and people are gonna turn around and we know it's coming. Yes, I'm full aware that after seven years, the what the fuck moment could also have been punk. Yeah. The problem with that is again, it was done on a fucking rampage on a Friday night. At half past fucking ten or sort of ten o'clock at night on a Friday night, that doesn't have a TV station in the UK. I must add, um, and we knew it was coming. We also we, we knew it was coming. We knew it was Chicago. We we knew, and I, I'll give credit to EW the fact that they never fucked about with it and they did it straight off the bat. They could have teased that for a good forty-five minutes to be fair to them, um, but they didn't. So, so Punk could have also been there. Um, but again, he's not been on television for seven years. Yeah. Um, and, and it just, yeah, I think it just, it, it, we all knew it was coming. And we'd known it's been coming for a good few months, if not a good three, four, five months. Um, it's still a good moment, though. So, you know, I'll yeah, say yeah. that. Cool. What so my what-the-fuck moment is, um, this is one of the things that shocked me the most in wrestling, not just in the last year, but probably in the last decade, um, is Ring of Honor. And their closure slash hiatus slash possible closure. I know they've got plans to come back in April, but apparently, like in the last few days, it's come out that a lot of the the talent, a lot of the roster aren't confident of that happening. That was a huge, huge shock for me. As somebody who has interviewed on this podcast a lot of their talent, literally just in the last couple of weeks, I've done about another, another four or five interviews with them. And everybody that I've spoken to has said that they... As surprised as they were, they also were not surprised. Ring of Honor, <clears throat> Ring of Honor, handled COVID very differently to the other promotions. Obviously, they don't have as much money. I know they were owned by um, 
Sinclair Broadcasting, which is like a huge, huge yeah. network in, in America, huge, huge company. But they did such a good thing in looking after their talent, looking after their talent's families, keeping them paid throughout all of COVID while they had no fans, while they didn't have much revenue coming in. And I hate to say it, it came back to bite them on the arse. You know, obviously they 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 wouldn't have envisioned that in, in two years' time they'd be on basically on their knees about to close down or, or go on a, a four-month, five-month break. But, yeah, like, I think what was so what-the-fuck about this for me was, like, when was the last time this happened? Like, you didn't, you didn't, you wouldn't have expected it. Like, obviously, WCW were bought out. Um, TNA had loads of ownership issues and, 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 like, Global Force Wrestling and Impact and loads of stuff going on there. Um, ECW, obviously... Were, were a part of the whole WCW and WWE buying them out and all that kind of thing, so I don't I don't really count those because they were they were different. This this is a case of Ring of Honor don't have enough money because of decisions they've made to keep operating. Nobody's coming and bought them out. Yeah. WWE or AEW could come in and buy the their their library of of content. They are probably going to sign some wrestlers. Jay Lethal's already gone to AEW. Um, I know John Gresham has started up his own little promotion somewhere. Uh, I can't remember what it is. Uh, Terminus, I think it's called. So, yeah, I- I'm sure those wrestlers are going to do just fine. The indies are on fire, and the indies are the best that they have ever been. There are more options for these released wrestlers to go to. But, like I say, man, like no what-the-fuck moment this year has rendered me speechless. Like I, I, the news update came up on my phone. <clears throat> I think it was Bleacher Report, and you know Bleacher Report don't report anything outside of WWE and AEW. So for that to be a leading thing that popped up as a yeah. notification on them, which is reserved for the big news stories, like people being released. Um, when that came up, I was fucking speechless. Like I got straight, straight into my emails to like get in touch with people and not to try and book them for interviews, just to be like, what the fuck. Like what? Yeah, what it was a shock. Yeah, this this is mental. Like, like I say, the 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 biggest thing about it was you don't just see, you you see shops, you see companies, you see coffee shops, you see independent places go out of business all the time, especially during COVID. Ring of Honor have done a really good job over the last, certainly the last few years, with the women's tournament, with the pure division. As I say, the way they handled COVID, they made a really good effort to not seem and not operate like an independent promotion anymore for me yeah. for me it's always been WWE, AW Impact, Ring of Honor, they've always been around around the third or fourth best promotion, some of the best pure wrestling anywhere in the world um, so to be fair see... I think at one point you could probably put them as number two in North America to be fair, yeah. um, before AEW came around um, you know I'd have put them before impact at one point and and fairness to them look what i was saying before about like think about basically anybody anywhere on any card on any roster in any promotion they've come through ring of honor ring of honor makes stars you know jonathan gresham wherever he goes he is going to be world champion um ec3 went back there he could well he went there he could have gone anywhere and he chose to go to ring of honor he could have gone to AEW. Um, who else is there? I'm thinking like all of Shane Taylor promotions, obviously. Um, 
guys on TV in other companies, as we said, basically all of the elite. I don't know if Omega was ever there. Um, Cody. Punk, Cody. For a prime example, Cody. Where would Cody be without Ring of Honor and Ferris and the Bucks? Yeah. Um, you know, Samoa Joe. <laughs> CM Joe, Joe's a great Daniel talk, Bryan, yeah. Kevin Owens, Sami Zayn, uh, Seth Rollins, Tyler Black. <laughs> I always forget about <laughs> Seth, yeah. Do you know what I mean? It's uh, I know that we consider them to be WWE people now. Um, certain, certainly Seth Rollins, uh, obviously, was Tyler Black in Ring of Honor. Um, but some of the people that they have had come out of that promotion has just been damn scary. Um, yeah. You know, and I think the fact that it wasn't rumoured, it came out of the blue. Yes. Um, yeah. I, I think I, I think subsequently since then, I think we've found out that St. Clair Broadcasting, I think, are a little bit in the shitter, uh, money-wise. Yeah, yeah they are. Uh, which may be one of the reasons. I, I hope not. I hope it stays in some form um, because I feel for the talent there Uh, they've got some exceptional talent um, but I think they'll go elsewhere I think you're probably looking at the Briscoes I would imagine they would go to AEW Um, I'd be very shocked if we've seen them on WWE TV Um, not because they're not good enough I would add Um, but because we all know Vince's tendency for tag team wrestling nowadays so Um, I think you'll see the Briscoes go there. I think um, certainly others. I, I, I think it's a shame um, that, that Ring of Honor won't. I, I hope they come back um, because I think the, the you know I, I think the, the, there's there's such a name recognition with them now um, because of the stars that have came through there. That it would be a shame for them not to be there again. Um, but if they can't be, if if you're Dixie can, or if you're Vince McMahon, and in Ring of Honor for whatever reason don't come back, and specifically AEW by the way, um, if they're thinking of content-wise, the absolute fucking diamond of a video library that Ring of Honor must have. Yeah. Um, you know that's. I, I know they don't have a network, and I know WWE do, but if you're WWE right now and you think that you may not be able to, um, you know, you're thinking of content, you want that video library. Um, But I hope it doesn't come to that. I hope they... I I genuinely do. Um, I don't watch Ring of Honor as as much as you yourself, um, and I don't have as much affiliation with it. I like the product. Um, but I'm not going to sit here and go, oh, I watch it Ring of Honor every week. I'm not a full show. Um, I don't. Um, I try and watch what I can, but I'm, I'm not going to sit here and say that it's, I watch it religiously. Um, I, to be honest, I just don't have the fucking time to watch as much content as there is. Um, but I really hope that they come back. Um, and I hope that it is only a hiatus um, and not not a whole gone situation. Um I don't know anybody that would pretend to watch Ring of Honor every single week and certainly not tweet about it or, you know, I can't can't imagine anybody would do that. I certainly don't know anybody that would do that, but but, but let's not get into that. Let's move on to our next next category, uh, which is going to be the disappointment of the year. Um, I'm going to lead on this, and I think it's going to be pretty, pretty unanimous. I can't imagine many people will have many other disappointments it's got to be the 
just the vast amount of WWE releases this year, the absolute madness and the names that we have seen released, even if I just go for sort of like the top three to five names maybe, um, and this, this could tie in easily to the what the fuck moment of the year if I lead with Bray Wyatt. Bray Wyatt being released from WWE, there are obviously reasons behind that and <clears throat> we don't know if it's a a mental health thing, he could have he could have signed somewhere by now, he's no competers up and he still hasn't, so maybe there is more to it, but then you've got you've got names like Karrion Cross, who was obviously handled extremely badly on the main roster but was a star in NXT, and then they castrated him and took away half of what made him so over and popular in Scarlet, and they put him in a fucking mask and looked like an absolute fucking clown. Uh, Keith Lee, I know things have come out about him maybe being difficult backstage, don't know how much I agree with that or believe it, but another huge name to see leave, um, there was another one that was just jumping out at me, I guess you could include Cole in that, not not so much a release, but not busting a gut to try and keep get him to stay, and not giving him everything in the world to stay, and putting him at the top of the card to stay, uh, Braun Strowman was released shortly after having a world title match. Very, very shortly after having a world title match. Loads of loads and loads of women. Tegan Knox, Ember Moon, a former champion who'd gone back to NXT not too long ago to, to get back into her groove. Taya Valkyrie, Frankie Monet, who had not long been signed in the first place. Um, Eve Marie, you know, as much as people celebrated it, she'd not long signed for the company. Um, can can I just stop you right there for a second? Because I, I want to make a point on this. If you celebrated, and, and I don't give a shit if you don't like her, if you celebrated Ava Marie getting released, or if you made a comment about, oh, happy days, then you're a prick. This isn't aimed at Jill, right? It's not named at one. It's not <laughs> named at two because there was fucking loads of them. Someone lost their job, right? Yeah. And, and I, I'd say it, it's it, Eva Marie because she is a polarizing figure, but she lost her fucking job. And if you were tweeting about there going, ha ha, look, she's gone, you're a prick. And I mean this to anyone that did it. So if if you think the shoe fits, then it probably does. But I would just like to point out that that isn't aimed at any one individual. No. So if someone is listening to this thinking, oh, he's aiming it at me, not at all, because there was a lot of stands out there that were doing it. No, I completely agree. Anyway, the same, the same thing goes for, like for Nia Jax as well. People were saying the exact same thing about Nia Jax. What really fucks me off more than anything isn't isn't so much the laughing about or taunting that one person like, oh yeah, good, I'm glad they're a shit wrestler. <clears throat> that doesn't bother me even nearly as much as oh, why have you released this person when you could have released Baron Corbin? Or you could have released Dana Brooke? Or how has Dana Brooke still got a job? It's shit like that that annoys me. Like, why would you why would you wish it on somebody else? Put yourself in that position. I've lost loads of jobs, and I've certainly lost jobs due to COVID. COVID has treated me very badly in terms of in terms of work. Why would you? It's a person on the telly doing some wrestling. Like why? If you don't like that person doing the wrestling, that's fine. Doesn't mean that they should lose their job. There's probably a million people out there who don't like Roman Reigns, but they can also recognise that he's the <clears throat> the, the top dog, no pun intended, but like the top guy in the entire company, you know? 
is is baffling to me that people have that mindset. But anyway, that's my disappointment. It's just the the sheer amount of talent that have been released this year. Don't know what it's leading to. Lots of rumours, obviously, about them possibly selling to Disney. Fucking hope that doesn't happen, because just imagine how much worse it's going to get. You know, people complain that the company's been dumbed down and, and turned into a kiddie, kiddie show and aimed at, at kids. Like, imagine if Disney get their hands on it. Look what Disney have done with Marvel. Yeah, they've made it into a multi, 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 multi-billion pound thing, but but still, that's, yeah, that's not what I want at all. Um... I'm trying to think of some more names. I had loads more big names on. The... Oh, John Morrison was the other one that I, that I, I could think of yeah. at the end there as well. Um, not brought back all that long ago. Not used particularly well, and then just released out of nowhere. The Iconics were were, were another couple of big names there that weren't used particularly well. Um, bizarre, bizarre. You could probably throw people like Brian in there as well, and not signing punk i guess it's it just it all all part and parcel of the same thing isn't it it was just very disappointing to see so many extremely talented wrestlers just yeah yeah shut on um what would yours be Sorry. <laughs> um t- to be honest i was i was i was originally going to go with the release of Bray. um I don't think there, there was another release that it just bamboozled me more than anything else. And then... Um, and you're a big I, fan. I think that was a disservice. I think the releases has been a disappointment. Massive. I, I loved Bray Wyatt. I loved everything he did. I loved, I, 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 his NXT run, um, you know, his, his feud when the Wyatt family came up. Um, the, the short feud that they have the shield the the moment that um he was told to totally triple h and he stroked the title um and the crowd went absolutely fucking insane um as a moment that gets forgotten about but it was just subtle and nice um i thought his reinvention is as um the fiend um but i think if i just mentioned one i think that would do a disservice yeah um I think that was my my most shocking one, um, and to be fair, that could have also went as my what the fuck moment from earlier. Um, but I think the releases in general just what was it? I think it's like eighty people, give or take. Um, the last number I remember was seventy one, but then I remember was yeah, it seventy one. There was a small batch after that, so I think it would have been around um, eighty. I, I, you, you know, that, look, that, let's not make any mistakes about it. And I would never tweet this. I'm not happy about anyone losing their job. Yeah. But releases happen. Yeah, right? of course. They happen every year. Unfortunately, this year, they have just done a ridiculous amount. Um, maybe they're trimming the fat. Maybe they, they just want a leaner product. Maybe, you know, I'm, we're not there to determine what they want to save on and what they don't. So I'm not going to make any judgment on it. It just sucks, um, you know, uh, for so many reasons, it sucks. People losing their jobs, never good. Um, I'm, I'm sure the majority of them will, will be will be fine. But it was, it's also just the timing of some of them as well. It was just like, you know, you look at someone like Carrie and Cross, yeah, even, even Keith Lee to an extent. Um, we use a new gimmick, uh, the Bearcat gimmick. Um, Carrying Cross, bringing them up without Scarlet. I, I can only assume that's because they do not want female managers anymore, but it's the only reason I can think of. Um, but putting them in a mask. Um, John Morrison, he's been stuck at the hip 
with, with, with Miz since he came back. He's done nothing in um, in fairness to the lad. Um, outside the fighting, um, what was the boy's name? Uh, WrestleMania. Oh, Damien Priest and involved with the bad boy, bad baby stuff. Um, but outside of that, I wasn't really doing anything. So I, I, again, I can understand why they've done hit roll. Bring a name up to the main roster. Yes, hit then getting rid of that girl. Yeah. Um, and then. Hit row, bringing them up to SmackDown, giving them massive vignettes, um, you know, promos, then, then dropping the female from it. Again, I, I stress, I've just mentioned about Scarlett. They obviously don't want females in that capacity. Um, and then just dropping the whole group. Um, I, I believe that girl had even signed a new contract like a week before. Yeah. So, yeah. Um, it's, yeah, I think disappointment and all. Um, again, I'm not going to shit on WWE for releasing talent. I think. They have the reasons. I'm not in their business mind, but um, it was definitely, it's been, you know, 71 people, 80 people have lost their jobs this year. Um, I'm sure they'll all be fine. Um, and there is some shock. And there's, you know, on a, on a personal level, I'm, I'm not arsed about, I, I never watched them, so I'm not overly bothered, if you know what I mean, from a, a fan perspective, if you will. Um, as a human being, it sucks for anyone losing their job. Um, you know, from a fan, there's some that, uh, and as I did previously in regards to Arn Anderson, Riker, I'm looking at you, Sunshine, um, that I'm not overly bothered about. Um, but again, uh, taking it away, you know, that we're human beings, um, and no one should take joy out of anyone losing their job, regardless of whether you like that talent or not. Uh, and the fact is that. And again, I will bring it back to Eva Marie and Nia Jax is one of them. Uh, but Eva Marie specifically, when they did releases earlier on in the year and the same fans that bitch about the releases were the same fans that were going, you've let her go, but you've kept her. Yeah. And celebrating someone's release, Nia Jax falls into this category. You know, Nia Jax will be fine. The chances are she will end up back in WWE at some point. At the end of the day, she is a cousin of The Rock. <laughs> She's from that lineage. Yeah. Um, you know, they don't just get rid of that lineage very easily. Um, it, it just sucks. And and if you think that it's funny or you think that, um, or, or whatever reason, I, I think you should give your head a wobble because it's fucking 71 people that have lost their jobs and a very tough, tough industry, as we were mentioning about Ring of Honor. What I very much enjoyed about the Eve Marie thing, a bit of a side note, is um, when she was debuting, or they, you know, they were doing the vignettes, the evolution, all that nonsense. Uh. Um, <clears throat> when she eventually debuted, don't quote me on this because I might have the weeks and the dates wrong a little bit, but I, I'm pretty sure she debuted shortly after, maybe weeks after, or around the time of the first initial batch of releases this year. Yes. Obviously, that yeah. then, as you said, led to people saying, oh, how can you release all these people, but you've just signed Eva Marie? They didn't just sign Eva Marie. They signed her in the October before. Yeah. They were signed her in October of think it was... so, 2020, that would have been, and they waited on, I think, yeah. some of it was COVID, I believe, um, yeah. and they waited until 2021 to start using her. All There is... Yeah. Google is free. Google Google is free. Anybody can have access to Google. Like it's not hard to find out 
you know, so much of what happens in the wrestling business is on the internet now. It's in the dirt sheets. It's on the wrestling news websites. It's easy to find out <clears throat> what actually happened and when people <clears throat> were signed. So, uh, yeah, um, I I agree. I think it's not just that. Just, as I said, just if you're just because your favourite goes or someone you like goes, doesn't mean you should be wanting someone else to lose their job. Um, and you shouldn't be fucking tweeting about. Oh, I'm glad this person's gone. Do you know, social media, well, it may be there to vent your shit and it may be there for X, Y, and Z. Just in, in the certain words of people, just, and, and I'm sorry to use this word, just don't be a cunt. <laughs> simple. It's words as simple as by. that. Words to live by. And don't call 17 year old girls cunts either. Um, so, yeah. There we go. That was our disappointment of the year. Um, it was pretty unanimous. Like I, like I said, unanimous. I, I knew we were going to pretty much agree on the vast amount of releases. What the fuck moment for me was Ring of Honor going out of business. For Gary, it was the whole Daniel Bryan jumping over to the uh, to the competition, to the enemy, I guess you would say. So there we have it. That is part two. That is episode two of these end of year awards. As I said before in the first part, please come back tomorrow for the culmination, for the for the end, for the big reveal of who is going to be our male and female superstars of the year. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile, and the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time, there's Granger, offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, click Granger.com, or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done.